This is Patrick Lilly, and you're listening to Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. On this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, we talk about the San Francisco brownout, man-made climate change. Is it real or is it ain't? And we have special guest in studio, musician Patrick Lilly. All that and more on this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, and you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Busted Knuckle Studio right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, of course, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit, That's right, I am talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, but most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, 2016's Honorable Mention Father of the Year, the inventor of the Redneck Egg Roll. Give it up on old mic number one, it's Mojo! It's my favorite season of the year. Oh, why is that? It's where everyone gets to complain about how hot it is. So Automatically, it went from like, hey, I'm feeling good, to good <laughs> God, it's hot! Yeah, it's already already sweaty. Hey, uh, the new feature in my, my pickup truck is air-conditioned seats. I did not oh. know how much I enjoyed those oh. until today. So Tell me about them. No more sweaty arse. Really? So, yeah. Well, they work, huh? Momentarily. Anyway, you? hey, thanks for uh, checking our show out once again. Uh, you can go to southernfryphilosophy.com. You can actually listen to us uh, there at work. You just play, hit the old play button, and um, you can stream us there. You can also go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, probably some uh, uh, podcast app out of uh, – Islamabad, Pakistan, wow. whatever, I don't know. There's there's probably apps out there. Anyway, <laughs> just go to there, uh, give a like, a subscribe, a review, give us a rating. That's how we all move up in the old algorithms. You can also check us out on the Instagrams and uh, uh, Twitter, uh, SFP Radio. You can also go to YouTube.com forward slash SFP Radio, just in case you, you know, your boss is looking over your shoulder and doesn't mm-hmm. want you visiting uh, websites. You can go to YouTube and always get, get us there. And also go to our Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash SFP Radio. And also, don't forget our friends at States, States Vegas Radio. If you need an app, you want to pick that up, you can get that at the Apple Store or Google Play Store. And, um, and for our listeners only, that app is free. Only. So you got to do that right now yeah. while you're driving. It's pick free. that up now. Put in the code SFP Radio. I got to give. I got to give it to them. It is the most eclectic music all ever. over the map. I mean, it is like one day you're listening to, or one second you're listening to death metal, and the next next minute you're listening to bluegrass. How about it? I you cannot. Like that. You can't. You can't get in the mood. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, especially if you're on the highway, you're listening to some Slayer or Pantera, and all of a sudden you're listening to some like uh, Buffalo Nickel or something like that. I mean, you, you you don't want to kill somebody. You don't want to road rage. I mean, you're just all over the. the <laughs> so you don't there. want to play this app while you're trying to get you know get some hello time with the. No, old no, no, no. Uh, you all definitely right. do, you know, when you're playing <laughs> when you're playing some Nookie, you definitely don't want to play sure. the app. You mentioned Patreon, and I do want to say, as I've mentioned before, uh, it is free to you, but it is not for us. Uh, we have expenses that we have to incur to bring you the content. However, to make the show with better content, better sound, better guests, and better frequency, no dig on our previous guests, we need your help. Um, and so that's where we're going to point you to the Patreon link on our website, southernfriedphilosophy.com. There you're going to find three different levels to help help our show with three different tiers the life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. For the life tier, you get a sticker, a bumper sticker of your choice, uh, exclusive Facebook content, and you can get the show one day prior to it being released. For the liberty 
tier, you get the same stuff and an SFP trucker hat, which uh, producer Brian just got one today. How about you? And for the gravy, you oh, get yeah. the same stuff and a Syrup Life t-shirt. All the money is going to be used to help with the production costs of the show. Please join the SFP family. Uh, we want to say a shout out to our friends and family uh, at Friendswood, Texas, our new listener there. Nicholson, Georgia, and I'm going to butcher this. How about it? Hyberad Teliagang, India. I'm pretty sure you just oh, totally that, murdered it. I we actually, we, hey, we have producer Brian back in studio today. Yep. Yeah, we have We've Marty. Got a full, yeah, full studio. We, the casting couches are almost full. I mean, because they they send us. You want to you want a part in my movie? <laughs> we, we have Marty from uh, Commoners. We have also Patrick, uh, Lily, who's our uh, musical guest tonight, and we also have his manager. Malachi. I, he, he doesn't have a last name. He just goes by. <laughs> I think he's legit. probably going to condense it down to a, just a symbol. Before oh, that would be cool. Just a big M. Yeah, so. When you're that biblical, you don't need a last name. <laughs> well, you are the last book of the Old Testament, so you have that going for you. I'm going to ask you like I ask you every week. Mojo, how you be doing? Uh, good this week. Just busy. Yeah. Just busy. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I'm, I'm gonna say good because you know okay. every day we wake up on the side of the dirt is a good day. Yeah, so, uh, that's true. I have no complaints, man. North Carolina is unforgiving with the seasons. I'm telling you, oh. last week was pollen. Yep, and then this week the we're red, just the yeah, green cloud hot. dust. That yeah, you, yeah. You go from you go from pollen to cornstarch pretty quick. <laughs> Nailed it. That's a very good one. I just can't wait for next week. Um, How you be doing? I'm good. As you guys know, we do foster care, and um, I, we can't say the name of the kid, but I, he has coined his nickname, which I didn't think you could give your own nickname, but he his nickname is Squishy. Hmm. So I am calling him Squishy the Redheaded Rascal. Uh, so whenever we do updates, he is Squishy the Redheaded Rascal. We took him uh, roller skating this past Saturday. When was the last time you've been to a roller rink? Um, probably about four years ago. Okay, but I, I, I personally don't skate just because I'm, sure. I'm accident prone and um, you know my right leg and left leg and my brain don't operate on the same mechanism. So right. I, yeah, no, I, give you I just watched my daughter do it mm-hmm. or try attempt to. Um, man, yeah, yeah that's probably three years ago, four years ago. I haven't. Uh, I try to calculate it. I haven't been to a uh, skating rink since I'm just going to say 1987. Um, buddy, they haven't they haven't changed. Oh no, one bit, dude. I <laughs> use the same skates. <laughs> Using the same See, skates. Yeah, but hold on, you know, I, I think I saw eleven mullets. You know, mullets. You know, partying sure. or business in the front and party, party in the back. back. I saw eleven mullets in nineteen eighty seven at the old Skateland USA in Anderson, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I probably saw eleven mullets at the old Fire Lake. Yeah, uh, it, skater skaterama. It smells the same. Everything is oh, the yeah. exact same. I'm convinced that these workers at the skating rink are going, are going to be future government workers because the inefficiency of that place. Or Democratic nominees for the president. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll get into later. Uh, it drives me nuts. There yeah. were four people behind the counter. Dude wanted a Gatorade, and they just all stood there doing nothing. So it frustrates me. That's, that's pretty much the. That pretty much sums up the whole I seventy seven toll project. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. See, future government workers. So, how, what? What are some vivid memories of the skate rink from 1987? Um, well, here's the th- this is how real it was. The couple skate was announced, and my my palms got sweaty mm. 
my stomach started like churning. Like mom's spaghetti. Like mom's spaghetti. And I just went in the corner like I always did when I was a kid. Like, oh, I don't have a girlfriend. I'm going to go to the corner. And that was just like this weekend. That was this week. Yeah. <laughs> I just stood there. My wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. Just see me in the position. Yeah, yeah. I'm just there. Um, yeah. And me on skates, kind of like you, gravity is not a friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if I fall down. Biggin is not getting back up. There's no way that's happening. Me on roller wheels, that ain't happening. But dude, you you all I think I think this is probably universal around the country. You probably have that one to ten guys and gals that just know how to skate. They're there yes. every week, every yes. two times a week. Oh yeah, they're doing like yeah, they're doing laps, they're doing the tricks, they're you know, they're oh. and then then you have like me out there with like the the, the walker. Yeah, the skates. I love the walker. Yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I wanted to punch that guy that goes backwards. Oh yeah, with the I, mullet. He had a mullet too. Every didn't time he? he didn't have the mullet. He I didn't. was just really I hated that guy. I bet Marty was like the king of the skates. No man, no, I, uh, no, no, I, no, 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 no. I was not a skater. I, I I would go, but like the in my hometown, they had like once a month they would do the lock in. Mm. Oh, there it is. So it was like overnight. So you were at the skating rink from like seven o'clock on Saturday to like six a.m. on Sunday, right? And they, you know, and everybody would go because my hometown is a little rinky-dink place, and mm-hmm. there's nothing else to do if you were didn't, couldn't drive. I, I think I figured out where that smell comes from. Then, if What's you that? if you were putting a bunch of teenagers in a skating rink for eight hours and just letting them go. And like not airing the place out. I mean, that's sweat be, and axe body yeah. spray. <laughs> that's, that's where that smell comes from. That guy named Brett who wears axe body spray. Combine that with the disinfectant they spray in the skates, and then you have this cesspool yeah. of stench. Or I wonder how many Karens were skating uh, uh, skating around with Aquanet oh, back yeah. in the day. Uh, God bless a like, bear. That's like a parachute. That's like a wind drag. I remember, you guys remember the big hair? I mean, it's like, oh, a, yeah. like a damn helmet. It, <laughs> Yeah, as they're, as they're skating around, you couldn't imagine like their heads going back like this. Cause, yeah, <laughs> I wish you guys could see Marty doing the hand motions. He's not even close to the microphone and flying back. You know, I, I've this may have pushed me over the ledge. I am seriously, I've been considering trying to bring back a mullet. So this this podcast may have. Actually, Are you going to do it at the skating rink? That would be. I, I, but see, I, I can't skate, so I'll just go there and get this the subpar pizza. <laughs> You're going to be some the video creepy games. guy. Yeah, I got you. I'll be the old guy with the pocket protector. I can do that. <laughs> I could do that. You're gonna you're gonna get like arrested and not not allowed to go within 500 yards of that. What about you guys? Do you guys roller skate? Uh, when I went to the roller rink, it was to pick up girls. Okay, there you go. And that was that. Yeah. Pretty much, I wasn't there to skate. I went there for the subpar pizza. Yep. <laughs> and the and the in the video games. Well, I didn't say it worked. Yeah. <laughs> I just said I tried. Oh, but yeah, it just brought back so many awful memories. It's an interesting. Um, intersection of a community mm-hmm. and the, the people that actually go. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking those people that go. It's just an interesting, just kind of like the DMV. My my relationship with the DMV. It's just an interesting cross section of a community that goes to these places. Yeah. So yeah, it's anyway. All right, so I'm going to give you the Southern word of the week, annihilator. Here's the definition. In, in the South, we got stuck in traffic and ended up getting there an hour later than we should have. That there is pretty is. much anywhere in the Charlotte metro area. How about it? Yeah. 77? It's only 16 miles away, but annihilator. <laughs> it'll take you there. It's an hour. I hate, like, Houston. I lived in Houston and in Jacksonville, and both of them are so spread out. It And it took you an 
two hours to get from one side to the other. Oh, it's it was crazy. ridiculous. Yeah. I hated it. Hated it. Hey, we're becoming that. We are. It only, t- it only took it only took me fifty eight minutes to get to what uh, twenty six miles today. So I'm I'm good. All right, so we are going to go into our wacky news brought to you by Webmerized. If you need a clean, crisp website, go check out our friends at Webmerized.com. That's Webmerized.com. All right, so here's the headline. San Francisco sees a brownout amid spike in public pooping, reports say. Evidently, their homeless population is way too big, and instead of going to the restrooms that they built for the homeless population, they decide we're just gonna we're just gonna go right here on the on the street. Why not, y'all? Five thousand documented cases in two thousand eleven. In two thousand eighteen, it's twenty eight thousand reported cases. Yeah, let me uh, y'all. Uh, is it okay if I potentially offend anyone? Let's bring it. Okay, I just have to give that warning. Sure. Do I need to do this? Go ahead. Go ahead. Here we go. Disclaimer. The views and opinions of Southern Fried Philosophy are not necessarily those of our guests, sponsors, or friends of the show. But they should be. All right. Go ahead and stand anybody yeah, you want now. Yeah, because, yeah, look, I, I come with a Surgeon General's warning, so <laughs> I, that's okay. I'm mad about that, by the way. I, don't, I, don't, I won't give you cancer, but I, I may make you a little sad. But um, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, San Francisco, just to kind of give a little context, um, San Francisco is a sanctuary city. Mm-hmm. Okay, sanctuary. Okay. They have uh, lots of churches? Is that what it is? Um, I think they do, but I think it may be a little different tone. Um, the sanctuary <laughs> sanctuary city status is that basically the uh, the the government there, the mayor uh, and the sheriff's department, has mm-hmm. decided not to prosecute or um, when they detain any person who may be an illegal alien, uh, they will not turn them over to the immigration uh, control enforcement agency ICE. Uh, so they can be deported. So they basically have offered free passage. So that's one contributing problem uh, to this. Um, but, yeah, there has been an app that's actually designed for any person who would potentially like to visit the uh, the, uh, the the city formerly known as San Francisco, California, <laughs> in California stand. Um, yeah, there's an app that you can actually download now, which actually has <laughs> – now shows markers where human excrement has been reported. So yeah. this is not just a um, a new uh, feather in the cap of San Francisco tourism. This is actually now becoming <laughs> a huge blight. Um, you know, we, we thought the uh, the 1960s with the Haight-Ashbury uh, cross-section where music and marijuana kind of merged was kind of a blight on the society, kind of turned culture. But I think uh, – Having raw dookie and turds on the street mm-hmm. is probably maybe a little bit worse than you know Bob Dylan singing in the background out of a VW bus. Sure, but um, yeah, so we have an influx of illegals <laughs> that are flocking to San Francisco because they will not be uh, deported, and then we also have a huge hom- homeless population, which other cities ironically mm-hmm. are shipping their homeless to San Francisco because San Francisco allows it. So now mm-hmm. we have this influx of just people who. Um, may not have the best uh, ability to make it to uh, facilities well, yeah, for and, defecation. And ma- they're not even going there. Like, yeah. So there's eight, uh, roughly in 2017, there's 7,499 homeless people, just one shy of 7,500. Sure. Um, but there were the 28,000 cases of poop. If you do the math, it's like almost four a day. I mean, buddy, what are you eating to give you four runs well, a day? There's something else contributing to this, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they've uh, basically stopped prosecuting shoplifting mm. if it's under a certain dollar amount. So <laughs> the homeless population literally is going into convenience stores, and they will just take – they know if it's under a certain dollar amount, they can just take it and walk out, and the shop owners 
they're, they're not going to prosecute them, so there's no wow. point in calling the cops. So it, this, it is an <clears throat> influx of talkies and ding-dongs. It's an influx of basically <laughs> stupidity on the uh, government of California stand. But so. they built these restrooms. Why can't? Yeah. Look, no. look, it's, it's well, a matter of convenience. So these no. restrooms are probably a you know a good four feet away. Yeah, four feet away. I mean, why do that when you can drop a deuce right there? On, you know, on the middle of Main Street. Well, and you know the other thing too is I mean in the, ser- the serious side of this is the vast majority of people in this country that are homeless do have some form of mental mental illness. Mental right. illness. Thank you. I mean, you have you. You have a influx of mental illness. You have an influx of people that have maybe been previously to war that have PTSD, which is a form of you know some type of mental inability. I mean, you, you, these aren't people classically that um, are, for lack of a better term, right in their mind. I mean, yeah. these are people that have had some struggles mentally where they just can't put two, put two and two together. Yeah. So, and yeah, I mean, a lot of them are self medicated. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they have formed a poop patrol, so there's that. Well, congratulations. You know, I guess between your baguettes and your Priuses, you can now scoop up poop. Words cannot describe how awesome Robert and his team at Webmerized are. In our time of need, Robert came through for us and devoted more time than expected to help our organization develop our new website. It truly is a blessing to have an individual that can speak to the average person not in the IT world in a manner that can easily be understood. The process of working with his team was painless, and I look forward to working with them for future projects. Our website is spectacular, and I'm really proud of what was developed by Webmerized. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Don't take Stella H's word for it, and also Southern Fried Philosophies, but go out to webmerize.com, W-E-B-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D, or check out the sponsors link on our website, and if you mention the word biggin in your order, you'll get 10% off. Check them out at webmerize.com for your web services needs. So here's a mystery. I like a good mystery. In uh, Jackson, Mississippi, people are mystified after bowls of mashed potatoes start appearing on their cars, porches, and mailboxes. Uh, Jordan Lewis described uh, the neighborhood as a quirky one, but he came out one day and there was a bowl of mashed potatoes on his car. Well, define quirky. I mean, the quirky neighborhood, what, I mean, is that like, you know, Posed mannequins in drag. I mean, what is this? You know, what is quirky? I, 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 I have I no idea, but they are leaving ma- bowls of mashed potatoes. That's kind of quirky. I would be ecstatic That's if so there was ma- bowl of mashed potatoes on my car. I mean, I would be very happy. Well, quirky. I mean, I, I live in a neighborhood, and quirky is a forty-two-year-old man, which is me, <laughs> mooning my neighbors at various hours of the day. That's quirky. I mean, you know, what does quirky mean? So, are do you? What do you? Where do you put this bowl of mashed potato mystery on the list? Is it quirky or is that just? Well, hold on. Weird. I would just be number one. Or scared. Mashed potatoes. I would actually be thankful right. for mashed potatoes, especially you know if this neighborhood was in San Francisco. I mean, <laughs> I mean, getting a bowl of turds. I mean, I'd be kind of <laughs> thankful. I, I, but I think if I was in San Francisco, I'd be a little worried that it may not be mashed potatoes. <laughs> Well, mashed potatoes traditionally aren't brown well, just, yeah. or yellow. Maybe you have the skin on them. Or with corn. No one adds corn to mashed potatoes. <laughs> I, you don't put corn in mashed potatoes? Yeah, cream corn? Yeah. Yes. Cream corn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I'm with you. Come on now. now that, that's quirky. No, I'm no just that's, that's delicious. That's just, yeah. That's oh, fantastic. So, all right. So where's the story out of again? It, out of uh, Jackson, Mississippi. They're, they just 
randomly are finding bulls, porches, cars, right. different places. They that, just show up. Now that's I'm telling you right now that that would scare me a little Sless. I mean, I'm just <laughs> that that's a sweet southern old lady who's lonely <laughs> and is so? looking for some company. On that, that, on that's what that is. <laughs> That's, She's like, yo, my kids are gone. My cat died. I need some company. She's like, I'm going to make mashed potatoes, and somebody's going to talk to me. Get, well, hold on. Is the, is the mashed potatoes in like a disposable bowl, a Tupperware, a uh, Corel? Yeah. We need to narrow down the that, suspect. Yeah, I think we may no have idea. just hinged it. There. Yeah. Could be her mother-in-law's fine china. She's got to get rid of it. Emma's like, I heard Bessie's going through some hard times. I'm going to make her some mashed taters and leave it on her car. Mm. Oh, okay. So it doesn't get more weirder than this. Police arrest a mother and a son at Walmart after performing karate and getting naked. Or in the South, we say naked. Uh, I'm going to have to read the article because there's so much that goes on. It's ridiculous. A 25-year-old Actually, man. Actually, I need you to reread re the headline. The headline. Right. Uh, mother and son arrested at Walmart after performing karate and getting nude. 25-year-old man and a 46-year-old mother were arrested at Walmart after she was allegedly performing karate and while her son stripped nude inside of the store. Well, in her defense... <laughs> Cobra Kai, <laughs> the second season of Cobra Kai just came out of YouTube Red. So I'm, I'm, I'm just saying there there is there is a defense there. She's reliving middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Benny Van, 25, and Lisa Smith, 46, entered the store with Smith's dog, Bo. She allegedly bought, brought the dog in without a leash, and it started be running around the store aimlessly. <laughs> <laughs> Probably trying to get away from that crazy thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hold on, guys. He's the only sober one in the bunch. <laughs> Smith allegedly was tearing apart displays and was asked by the Walmart staff to leave. She complied, but then out in the parking lot, she started again performing karate. While she was doing that, Van, who, or her son, took off all of his clothes, exposed himself to shoppers. However, the police said he was trying to cover himself up by putting the clothes that on that were on the displays. So he was taking the, the okay, clothes off the mannequins sense, yeah. and putting yeah, those yeah, on. And you yeah. said he's 25. He's 25. That's he, just great. <laughs> I, I, I'm just thankful he's not pooping a bowl full of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but it gets better. Officers arrived at the scene and arrested the mom, but uh, not before she allegedly fought the officers, kicking out the windows of the patrol car. Hey yeah. Police said she att they attempted to arrest Van as well, which is her son, but he didn't comply even going so far as to try to run over the officer while riding the scooter. <laughs> <laughs> At a magical speed of three miles per hour. <laughs> and then police eventually arrested Van as well. Meanwhile, Bo, the dog, was inside holding a box of, <laughs> of Jiffy cornbread in his mouth. <laughs> I love that story. We, we gotta, There's so much going on. We may on. have to back up and dissect this a little oh, bit. Well, they had every spot covered. They had one in the store, one outside, one running over cops. I have a theory. Yeah, yeah. okay. I think the trailer got repossessed. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever been to Wisconsin, but it's cold. Sure. And it's like, what are we going to do? <laughs> We're going to go to Walmart and break some stuff so we can get arrested and have a warm place to oh, sleep. Exactly. At night. But what, about, what about Bo? I mean, Bo's kind of out of luck, but he's got Jiffy. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, see, I'm going to go a little deeper. Yeah. Okay. I think this might be a covert CIA operation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, this is pretty orchestrated. You think so? 
They kept one inside, one in the pocket. Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree with Patrick. Yeah, I, this may I be an orchestrated like CIA cougar. I listen. I think it was the just a party. You know, there's someone like Robinson. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there's there could a, have been somebody yeah, else. Producer Brian just says there could have been someone doing some little shoplifting there. That could be. That could be Maybe a it was both. That is one hell of a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, like, like you know, the guy. And there's the show title. The guy, actually, the guy, the guy actually hooked up a trailer, a tractor to the old trailer sitting on the back dock, and drove off with like you know three hundred thousand dollars worth of coffee makers. I mean, could you imagine, a dude, naked riding around with a little rascal trying, trying to run over trying a cop? Trying to run over a cop. I mean, I, you know, hold on. I'm sorry. You know, I'm going to interject white privilege there because <laughs> if a brother does that, he gets shot. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, but hold on—he could have been yelling out, "I am not white." Not yeah. me. I'm he just could not maybe that. identify. He, he's yeah. a self-identifying. Yeah, y'all look. I mean, there's I so know much. Go, there. I don't even know where to go from there. I mean, Van was arrested with lewd and lavicious behavior, disorderly conduct, and retail theft. While Smith was charged with disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, and misdemeanor bail jumping. How about you? Anybody want to take a guess if alcohol was involved in that? <laughs> I'm thinking, I would be surprised if it was just only right, alcohol. Was right. Yeah, I'm thinking there's some meth in there somewhere. Yeah, right? that's methed up, yeah. You're at a Walmart mean, in Wisconsin. There's some meth in there somewhere. Breaking news. Before this incident, they found mashed potatoes in their car. Uh, <laughs> brown colored. <laughs> All right, so we are going to go into our hot topics brought to you by Watchman Cigars. If you would like a quality cigar at a reasonable price check out our friends at watchman cigar signature blend cognac i'm telling you right now right now you can't that's, go, you can't go wrong go. with it yeah i love it um hey so there was a story that came out this week that scientists said that climate change is and i'm quoting here 99.99999 percent chance that humans are causing global warming so you're saying there's a chance there's a that chance. Hu- so there's a chance that humans aren't causing it. <laughs> right. So you're saying there's got a chance. It's the same chance I have of winning the Masters next year. But, you know, hold you know, on. That, that, that was the chance that I took at the sixth grade dance with Stephanie Nagel. I had oh. a 9.9999% chance that she would not go out with me. <laughs> but I still asked. Yeah. Nailed it, didn't you? And the 99 point was, yeah. was true. Yeah. Oh. I'll listen reminisce. That's not. So my question is, do you guys think that global warming is man-made? That's the top question. And then if if it is man-made, like how much of that is due to us? Is it 99% or is it just, you know, just a small fraction? I think when they try to say that the science is settled, I think that becomes a religion. You know, I think climate change has become this this new church, this new orthodox religion, which if you don't prescribe to this whole dogma of uh, we man is causing everything um, right then then you're you're basically an agnostic or an atheist i don't i don't i don't i, I do not prescribe or subscribe subscribe to that i mean um, i believe that we could possibly have some some contributing factors i mean um, but to the point where we are affecting a earth that is so vast, so unpopulated, I don't think so. I, I, I have a hard time believing it because we do have look, – look, uh, let me go back a little bit. I just listened to a podcast today about, um, uh, you know, there's a this ongoing consensus in science that uh, the Native American population in America was the first po- first population here. Okay. Um, 
dates back to about 13,500 years ago here in the Americas, you know, South America, North America. There's actually new science showing that people actually may have been here 130,000 years ago. So that uproots the whole Native American narrative that these were the first people. Mm. There could have actually been first, first people here. So the, the science has never settled. You know, That's we. A good point. I I I think that we, we sometimes we take um, we we take science that has politics involved with it mm-hmm. as gospel. Yeah. You know, the whole green uh, movement has, I guess, probably since the '60s, has been not just a a a force to be reckoned with as far as. Uh, what actual science says, I think it's more politics. I mean, yeah. no, I agree with you on that. I mean, we we have changed the way we have actually screwed light bulbs in <laughs> due to politics that you know halogen lights versus you know incandescent or compact fluorescent lights yeah. operate. I mean, we we now think that Prius or I'm sorry, we now think that cars that are are electric are safer for the environment when we actually plug them into a system that's fueled by Fossil fuels. fossil fuels. Yeah. No, and I agree. If, if you look, you know, over the big scheme of things, we came out of an ice age with no cars, right? How did that happen? So I, I do want, I do think you're right that there is some human contribution to it, but at the extent of what? Like in the 1940s, there was the most uh, CO2 levels ever, but it resulted in four decades of uh, cooler climate here in the U- in, in the world. Right. The other part is, is you can't do this yourself. Like if it, if you're going to charge people in North Carolina an extra whatever dollar it is because your car is producing more CO2, that's not going to impact the other side of the world. Like everybody has to play on the same field, right? right? We all got to contribute. Well, but but if we that's don't. The case, but, but we, we don't, don't because we don't. it's all hypocritical. It's yeah. not. It's not even a real thing. That's what I keep saying. Is it's not it, you follow the money right remember look i mean i if you live in a H, if you live in a community that has an hoa mm-hmm. in the united states most likely you have some type of recycling program okay right okay now, i'm not saying every person in that household contributes to that but right. a large portion does now if you take that same you know percentage and go to let's say manila philippines I guarantee you they do not have right. a recycling program. Sure. Just Google Manila, Philippines, rivers. Oh, you'll yeah. see just seas of trash. Yeah. You you know, I I, I love our contacts that we have in India. Mm-hmm. But there are certain parts of India that is so, di- you know, disastrous as far yeah. as to the nature. Yeah. You go to China where, you know. Um, China. China. Where, you know, you have <laughs> factories upon factories which are yeah. just – they have no regulations, yeah. and, and no one cares for the environment. You know, so you know, for anyone to single out the United States, we need to cut back and more and more. I think they're really just misguided. Sure. Now, we, I think we're. I think we could do better. I, I'm not for pollution. Let me right. just say that. I mean, one hundred percent. I mean, growing up as a child in South Carolina, we had no laws as far as littering, and then all of a sudden, late '80s, we started having laws for littering. But I can remember people just throwing out, a, you know, a whole. You know, you know they're, they're, weeks, they're weeks worth of trash out. I mean, I mean, out the window. I, I can remember those things. It was I anti-litter could, and that the commercial with the Indian. The, the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You remember can't say Indian tier. anymore. Yeah, sorry yeah, about but, that. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I, I... Producer Brian will edit that out. No, 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 no he won't. <laughs> but um, look, I, I, 
I can remember the day we have come a long ways in sure. 20 to 30 years. I mean, we have, you know, uh, according to Alexandria ocasio Pinto Santa Maria Cortez, <laughs> I, I think we've come a long way. I mean, even though, um, you know, our cows, our cows who supply our cheeseburgers mm-hmm. do fart, I believe we, I believe we have come right a long way. Sure, and we we could potentially go a long long way further. Sure, there are carbon dioxide filters out there that can scrub the entire like U.S. and yeah. be done with it. In but you know what? What's I'm, we have this for some reason humanity is very conceited. We we think <laughs> that right. we we think we we are the end all be all like. You mentioned Ice Age. Right. What spawned us out of an Ice Age? There's many theories. Right. There could have been a, a cosmic disaster. There could have been, you know, asteroids. At the, Cows uh, farting. Whatever. I mean, right. you know, Maybe there, there could farts. have been numerous things that kicked us out of that. But climate does change. It does. It's all cyclical. It, it, cyclical. Cyclical. Yeah. But climate it? climate does change. Climate changes on a uh, on a very rapid basis. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, I, I never took much stock in that TV show, what Cosmos by Neil Tice DeGrasse. Mm-hmm. Well, the original yeah. was Carl Sagan. Yeah, when yeah we were yeah, kids. Yeah, the original yeah, yeah. that one was much better. But the most modern one, the, you know, Neil Tice, Tice, Tice and DeGrasse, De, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's got he's got like a medium afro. So I kind of medium respect him with a medium afro. Anyway, so uh, um, he looks emails. like Cleveland from the Cleveland <laughs> yeah, show. That's what I was yeah, great. With a little, yeah, sorry, a little salt and pepper. But no. Um, he, one of the most ingenious things he had was basically this calendar. You know, mm-hmm. it was basically set up as a month. And humanity has only been around like 0.1% of the yeah. time that the earth has been around. I mean, less like than a sneeze. Actually, yeah, basically like a sneeze. Yeah. And we think that we, we have this hubris. We have this like, we, we change the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure we have to some point, but not to the point where you know polar bears are not getting their their Coca Cola and <laughs> but we, we we have this hubris that we think we've impacted this environment so much yeah. that yeah. basically Charlotte, where we're at, will be beachfront property. Yeah. We we think that's going to happen in the next twelve years. Could you imagine what that do for our property value? Then? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I don't know if I want I don't know if I want to pay the taxes in you know, fifteen <laughs> years. Well, according to you know to AOC right. or Alexandria Cortez, Hardy's, McDonald's, Kentucky Fried Chicken, whatever <laughs> it, her name is. I can't. I can never get straight. Anyway, according to her, in twelve, we only have twelve years. Actually, we only have eleven years and eleven months. Right. Well, when she when she tweeted that, so. Yeah. It's it's all the money, man. Just follow the stinking money. If you really believed it, don't take private jets somewhere. Yeah, to all absolutely. of your places. Uh, but you know, Alex AOC. I was mm-hmm. sorry, AOC. AOC was videotaped, you know, eating a cheeseburger, well, and then she her, just like, came out. Intern person was, but it's okay. But still, though, why right. why she, would she like shame them? Right. Yeah, cheeseburger. Right. I mean, look, we have all kinds of shaming. Yeah, we're good. Why at that. wouldn't you cheeseburger shame them? Yeah, it's it's money, guys. It's all about trying to. It, Listen, if you think you can stop carbon pollution by taxing a company or me mm-hmm. more money, that's not real. Just tell you take the car off the road. Right. Whatever. <clears throat> stop the factory. Then then but you know, I, I think you really that, believed it. Exactly. But you know But science climate changes. Right. I'm I we're too the earth is way too big for us to even I agree with you. I mean, I just don't think we're doing enough that's just going to in 12 years, make Charlotte on, on you know, beachfront property. I just don't... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just... 
at some point, humanity is not going to be like, oh, we're going to change the climate back to where it's cold. Hold my beer. Let me get to it. Yeah. We, Like you said, like we're not that powerful. At the, at the end of the day, we can all also agree dad's got this covered. Father in heaven is going to is going to be okay with this and take it all home and we're we're okay. It's all right. Yeah, I mean, all the th- you know, the 2020 election is going to be a lot about climate among yeah. other things. But I, I think, you know, <sighs> you know what's also frustrating is you can't google it. You can't find like man-made like climate change is that real? Like look, you get science so changes. Much other stuff. Science yeah. science is for anyone, look, the things that we've been taught in the school, mm-hmm. I, I can't talk for Patrick because he's like 14 years old. But <laughs> Appreciate that. You know, <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, we cannot, the, the science that we were taught right. is constantly changing. Yeah. I mean, just, just, I mean, they have recently discovered, you know, structures in the Amazon that predate even Egypt's oldest you know, pyramid. I mean, we're we're finding mm. things that constantly change. That's science, part of history and science. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, science. We're we're finding out that the Neanderthals aren't really the only you know game in town. We have the Denisovians that they were discovered in the seventies. I went to the Denis today. <laughs> there you go. But we're we're finding actually just here in Russia the last couple of weeks we found out that someone that actually predated the Neanderthals and the Denisovians. So mm. we're, we're we're not science isn't settled. Right, you know, we we talked about it before, and in, in I think nineteen seventy seven, seventy eight, Time Magazine had a a, a magazine cover, the global cooling coming. Mm-hmm. They were predicting yeah, the next right. ice age, and here we are, yeah. you know, talking about global warming or yeah. climate change. So they they conveniently change the terms to suit their political narrative. Right. So I, I just it's a, it's a big to do about nothing. Yeah, no, I agree. If you are in the market for a high-quality cigar for a very reasonable price, you must check out Watchman Cigars. Watchman Cigars is a family-owned business that puts the customer first with the best customer service in the business. Watchman Cigars offers the Habano for a full, spicy flavor, the Connecticut for a mild, easy-to-smoke option, and the Maduro for a strong, powerful experience. They even do specialty blends and partner with you to provide a custom exclusive line just for you. Watchman Cigars has all your cigar needs. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Watchman Cigars 1991 or email Leon directly at Watchman underscore cigars at yahoo.com. That's Watchman underscore cigars at yahoo.com or check out the sponsors section of our website. The next story is a woman who woke up from a coma after 30 years. See, I don't think she was in a coma. You don't? I she think she just played the nineteen the the, <laughs> the thirty year challenge of being still hashtag she won it. What's sad is that people will. Oh yeah, well, let's see what. Yeah, let's see if we get some of my daughter's friends to mimic that challenge. <laughs> they probably would because it would get them views and likes. And this is this is going to pay off in thirty years, guys. Watch this. Yeah. I, I read the article today yeah. on that. I haven't read it. Give me some. The son. The son was four. When they had the accident, she mm-hmm. was uh, in her early thirties, mm-hmm. and uh, the son was four. What, and what, her brother-in-law was, was this driving. in the United States. No, uh, Saudi Arabia or yep. Kuwait. I believe. Wow. Yep. And um, Saudi Arabia. So you know the the brother-in-law was driving. She was in the backseat with the son. Saw the wreck coming. Grabbed her kid and sheltered the kid in her arms. Oh wow! And su- suffered severe brain damage mm-hmm. from it. And the son has been faithfully visiting her like daily. For 27 years. I mean, how could you not? Yeah. And, you know, she when she woke up, like, you know, he was 
Yeah, he was. You can imagine what it was like for him. Could you imagine what it was like for her? Yeah. When the last thing she remembered, her kid was four. Now yeah. he's a thirty-two-year-old man looking at her. Hopefully, my first words after thirty years in coma would have been like, "How's my Apple stock?" Oh, that would have been, <laughs> been like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, well, <laughs> screw this." How's my MySpace page? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that's 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 yeah, intense, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm I would like to have a, like a, a subconscious like like a hypnotherapist or whatever like pull her back into some like deep memories or whatever because I wonder if she was actually like conscious at a point, yeah, but oh, not yeah. conscious. I mean, what does she remember of the last exactly. twenty seven years of her life? Yeah, uh, somebody needs to get her some cannabis, some ayahuasca, some peyote or something. Do some like like uh, MD. Yeah, I mean MD, MD, MT, whatever. They need to do some type of tripping thing with her to, to find well, out what's actually. Just got out of a coma for thirty years. But Let do it. I'm telling you right now, this would be a great experiment. Yeah. I listen. I give up after a poop for twenty minutes. Like I, I don't know if I could wait thirty See, years. That's what I, are you like excited? Waking yeah. up after thirty yeah. years, or are you just yeah. like eh? Yeah. I mean, like, you um, went to back. you went to sleep thirty two in the prime of your life, and you wake up sixty two yeah. after thirty or thirty years in bed and drawing a pension. And your son yeah. is making more money than you. And <laughs> well, I mean, just even You're, still, well, I mean, being, being this Saudi Arabia, I have so many questions. It's different. Uh, we we need to call Hussein on this. I mean, I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you right now. I mean, I mean well, she ended here. up in London for a while. Yeah, uh, her for medical reasons, she ended up in London for okay. a while for treatment. Yeah. Um, so that you know, I, she but they transported her in a coma yeah. from Saudi. Yeah. To, wow. Yeah. But anyway, I, I just don't like that. Would be tough. That'd be tough to see your mom every day. And then, oh yeah. I mean, dude, yeah. That, think about the excitement the day she wakes up. Yeah. I mean, that guy's got to be on cloud nine. Cloud nine. I mean, yeah. she's got to be confused as all hell. But and the music sucks right now. I was in a coma. <laughs> I was in a coma. I, I would, you're right. I would be totally pissed <laughs> yeah. if I went into a coma 30 years ago and woke up to the shit that's on the radio now. Yeah, I would be totally yeah. pissed off. <laughs> you're like, who is Kanye and what is he doing? Yeah, I was in a coma for five days. <laughs> you were, and I thought that I didn't know what was up. I couldn't imagine 30 years. Wow. Do you remember up. anything on that while you were on the coma? I remember lots of things, yeah. Really, but I I, I can't tell you. I couldn't tell you a timeline like yeah. it was day one, day two, day three. Wow. But yeah, I, I do remember things. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't see any white light. I don't know if I'm sure if that's good or bad. But, <laughs> Buddy, yeah. see a black huh. hole. She fire. Just say no. <laughs> I, I, you know, the only thing that I have to say that was negative about medically induced coma was I had the never ending theme song from Happy Days playing in my head. <laughs> That sucked. I mean that that right that right. was it. Rock around the clock, the original or the one they did a couple years later. Oh no, it was the original. Okay. And, and but the problem wow. was it wasn't the original guy. It was Mr. Miyagi <laughs> in in the credits. So it wasn't so, Bill Haley in the comments. It no, was, no, it no. was Mr. Miyagi. Oh, oh, it was Mr. Miyagi in the credits. And I, I'm telling you right now that that replayed in my head more times than I can count. Oh. And I, I I promise you right now I can I can remember. Praying in my head, God, please forgive me. Because if this is hell right now with the Happy Days theme, I do not want to be here. I, I mean, it was it was that was the worst part of, of coma. Mojo's wow. personal hell, Mr. Miyagi's karaoke. I, I, don't, I, I do not understand this. I'm not exactly sure what message from from heaven this is. Yeah. But yeah, the Mr. Miyagi Happy Days theme. Forget about oh it. Oh my gosh! Did it feel like five days? Dude, it, it felt like an eternity. What are you talking about? I feel, I mean, I'm 42. It felt like 42 times a thousand. I mean, it just it felt forever. Well, anesthesia. I don't know. I guess that's not similar. But anesthesia. 
You can be out for four hours. It feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was. So I was, guess it's different. Yeah, it was. No, it was medically induced. Some of the, with anesthesia, but holy crap, the the huh. happy days seemed going over and over and I mean, over. It was probably like only twice, but in your head, you like. Oh, you, it could have been. Yeah. I mean, but. All right. Well, how about you? Things you didn't. You don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. There yeah. You. Well, we'll keep. Uh, we'll move forward. What other topics do we want to talk about? All right. Well, how many presidential can- candidates do we have now for S- the twenty twenty election? 1700. <laughs> 1776. Let's be patriotic here. <laughs> uh, a lot. Well, as of today, we have 22. 23 with Biden. Well, yeah. hold on. Biden is expected to announce, and by the time this podcast is released, we'll have, mm-hmm. probably have 23. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty much expecting that we will probably have at least another 20 tip their hat into mm-hmm. this. I, I, I'm not doing Vegas odds on this because I have no clue, but you know, let's just mention a few notables here. Uh, we have Cory Booker, who is uh, the former mayor of mm-hmm. some town in Newark, New Jersey or whatever, some dump hole. Uh, Spartacus. <laughs> Spart- I, I am Spartacus. There. So Pete, Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg, Buttigieg was actually the uh, mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Indiana. Oh, God, Marty. We have uh, Julian Castro. You're not driving home, are you, buddy? I got a, I got a Juber. <laughs> I mean, a Uber. Uh, Wait, yeah. that's not political, right. correct? We have uh, Julian Castro, who's a former U.S. Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, mm. um, and San Antonio may- mayor, so obviously he done a great job. Nailed it. Uh, John Delaney is a former U.S. representative from Maryland who um, pretty much did nothing. Um, Tulsi Gabbard, who... Is uh, from Hawaii and is a U.S. representative, House representative. Uh, Kristen, Kristen Gillibrand, who is a U.S. senator from New York. Um, I'm just going to state this. She's pretty much worthless. Did you, um, did you hear her, this is where you applaud moment the other night during her town hall? Kind of like Jeb Bush. Yeah, it's like yeah. She's, she gives her canned applause line. She's expecting everybody to stand up and go, yeah, yeah. And she's like. This is where you stand up. <laughs> this is where you're supposed to cheer uh, for me. Hashtag awkward. Yeah, there you go. It's like it's like somebody DH Hillary twenty years and stuck her on stage. <laughs> uh, Mike Gravel, who is a uh, former U.S. senator from Alaska, so he's got obviously a lot of experience of managing a population of three hundred million people. Three hundred. So is this people. all twenty three we're going through? Yeah, I got to. Oh, I've God got to. Us. Hold on, just, just if you, fast forward just about twenty minutes. So go and go and use the restroom. It's okay. <laughs> um, you got Kamala Harris. Are we like swiping left or right? Is this how this is going to work? Oh man, you know what? If if elections were done by Tinder, oh yeah, dude, it'd be so much better. I think Grinder would be better. But. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it would. <laughs> Why'd you point at Thanks. me when you said Tinder? Uh, actually, I was pointing at you when I said Grinder. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, all right. Thanks for listening to this episode. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. John Hickenlooper is a governor for uh, Colorado. So, I mean, he has cannabis on his side. He, so. he legalized weed. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. John Inslee, who's a governor of Washington, which, you know, Washington State is pretty much a. Uh, uh, I want to be San Francisco. Amy Klobach. Uh, Klobach, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's a senator from Minnesota. So, you know, another state where you have millions of people. So she has. There, no, that was Wisconsin that had the Walmart incident. <laughs> there you go. Right. Wayne Messam, who's the mayor of Miramar, Florida. Come on. I'm pulling for him. Yeah, there you go. He's the dark horse. Seth, <laughs> Seth Moulton, who's a representative from Massachusetts. Beto O'Rourke. Beto is a rock star. 
until you figure out that his parents actually nicknamed him a Spanish name to influence the Hispanic community. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's pretty much... He's a Mexican Irishman. <laughs> he's a Mexican Irishman who the media loves. They call him the next Kennedy. He, has to, he actually has Kennedy teeth. That is, the, that is the claim, that's the claim to right fame with that. the media. He has the Kennedy teeth. I mean, I'm not exactly sure what that means. He's got that smile. I guess so. Uh, kind of like Malachi over there. I mean. No, Malachi actually has a natural smile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beto has like a pre-bought. Um, you got Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Uncle know, Bernie. Uncle, Uncle Bernie, who is, I think Uncle Bernie, you know, happy birthday, Uncle Bernie. You just turned 119, <laughs> so that's, that's good. And then you have Tim Ryan, who is a uh, rep, uh, U.S. rep from... Ohio, he just announced Eric Eric Swalswell, who's a uh, rep from California. His claim to fame is pretty much um, voting for nothing. Yeah, Pocahontas, better known as Elizabeth Warren, who actually got her job at Harvard due to the fact that she claimed that she was one one millionth centillionth of a Native American, so she got a job at uh, Harvard. Uh, you have Bill Weld, who is a failed uh, vice president. Vice presidential candidate for the Libertarian Party. Then you have Marion Williamson, who is an author. Hold on, I got two more. Oh, Marion Williamson, who is an author, lecturer, and she basically announced that she was running for uh, president of the Democratic ticket. Then Andrew Yang. Come on, Andrew. That's my boy. He's an <laughs> entrepreneur from New York. Um, he basically uh, decided he wanted to run in November of last year. They will be met with fire. Fury and frankly there, power. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Donald J. Trump. But yeah, I mean, we only have twenty-two people running. I feel people. like after that entire repertoire of people that you provided, it should already be twenty twenty-five. That I feel like I've been we're, we're not done. Years. <laughs> we're not done. But I, but I I give it to the Democrats because I'm not a Democrat. I'm mm-hmm. not a Republican. I'm a Libertarian. I, I give it to the Democrats. We had probably the most interesting um, assembly besides, you know, uh, Avengers Infinity War. And we have probably <laughs> yeah. had the most interesting assembly cadre of candidates we've ever had. It's like if you got them all on the bus, you couldn't distinguish them from the entire cast of Speed. Remember that yeah, movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like yeah. there was everybody on that bus. Yeah, right, right, right. You look around and like – Keanu, you've got some like Sandra Eskimo, Bullock. Sandra yeah. Bullock. Democrats pretty much have every slot check. You've got black, white, Hispanic, gay, lesbian, intersexual. I mean. But you right. look at the Republicans and what do they got? They're bringing the same people. You got like old white men. No, no. You got white tan, white super tan guy. I, I give you that. But <laughs> Democrats <laughs> have. Is that white, a tanning bed tan or is that a cream tan? Got, I think it's spray. Is that spray Kennedy on? I think it's spray. Is that why he has the circle, the raccoon yeah, circles? Because yeah, it's yeah, spray yeah, on things. But no, Democrats have. They have every checkbox marked. Smart Asian guy too. Exactly. But see, he he's actually hated, he's actually at SMB Radio. <laughs> but he's actually a hated guy now. Oh, I know. That's Look, why I love him. Yeah. I said Yang is my guy on the Democratic side. I love. No, him. no, no. I think Andrew Yang is the sleeper. For the, for the Democrat Party. Now, I do not agree with universal basic income, but he makes it sound actually more palatable. Hmm. Like, I could actually digest it and actually agree with him. But the problem is, where do we get the money once again? Exactly. It's amazing how generally the Democrats don't understand basic economic math. One plus one dollar equals two. No, 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 no. 
that, that's not how it works. Well, I know that they don't yeah. believe that. One plus one equals two, but then you borrow ten. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's and how compound he's, interest equals yeah. forty-seven. And that's it. actually his campaign Carry slogan for twenty is, is math twenty twenty. That's what Yang's campaign <laughs> slogan <laughs> is: is math twenty twenty. He's selling. Hey, I'm not kidding you. He's selling shirts and t-shirts and hats that say math twenty twenty on them. Look, the, the Asian front runner. Is is saying math twenty twenty? That's that's actually kind of racist. He introduces hashtag racist uh, Andrew Yang. He introduces himself. He's like I'm the opposite of Donald Trump. I'm an Asian man who likes math. There that's how go. he introduces himself on stage. I it is it. hilarious. No, but no, I love I, the guy. That's funny. I think no, he, he, he actually that. he actually makes a valid point. Okay. I mean, he, he actually, I, I'm not a fan of UBI. Look, UBI, Universal Basic Income, has been tried in numerous countries in a small segment of society, and it has failed astronomically yeah. as a huge economic loss. So I, I don't think it will work, but he makes it very appealing. I mean, it, it's like, listen, straight it's up. like that late night McDonald's commercial. That's Look, like me trying to lose weight. Like, it sounds great, but in reality, that ain't going to work. <laughs> I mean, it looks like, you know what, that Big Mac, Mm -hmm. you know what's from McDonald's. Sure. It's a roll of the dice with McDonald's. You don't know if you're going to get the guy who actually enjoys his job Mm -hmm. or the guy who is like, I need 20 bucks for for an A-ball. I mean, you just don't know which guy you're going to get. But it's like that McDonald's commercial. There you go. But Andrew Yang makes it sound palatable. Yeah, my 13-year-old loves him. He's like, 1000 bucks a month? Sign me up. Sure. <laughs> sure he does. You know, I, I think uh, I think he's a sleeper. Yeah. All right. The other thing, he refuses to play the identity politics oh, yeah. thing. That's what he won't get into all that. He's like, yeah. this is not the issue. Mm. I want to talk about these issues. He won't get into I it. I respect that. So a lot of people that are really turned off by Donald, mm-hmm. who like, I just can't stand the big orange guy, you know, he's he, they can – Stomach him because he's not playing that identity. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. it's the race card, it's the gender card, it's the sex card, it's the yeah whatever your whatever you know cauliflower thing you identify That's with. Right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it and um, see how it goes. Yeah. Speaking about a young man on looking for an eight ball, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to have Patrick Lilly. Hey, his counselor <laughs> might not like that. <laughs> we're going to have Patrick Lilly as our musical guest and ask him some questions. So we'll be right back. You are listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. All right, we are back. You are listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. In studio, we have our special guest, Patrick Lilly. You may know him from amazing songs that we've had on the show, One and Done Love and Miles Away. We uh, we appreciate you. We actually got connected um, via Craigslist. Yep. Um, and Is that and still a thing? It, it is. It, okay. It's like the soon-to-be MySpace, I, I think, of trading and things but it's been great for us because we it connected us and Absolutely. man dude you got some good stuff going on i appreciate it Thank yeah you. so tell us a little bit about your story how you got started how you got into music um well growing up the only music in the house was my brother playing trumpet in terms of live music uh, that's, good. that's very good um, a b flat yeah i started singing in a band named rolling thunder and we covered ACDC, Led Zeppelin, and all this stuff. And, and Jet, Are You Gonna Be My Girl? That was our hit. There you go. 
and I was probably 12 at this time, and I was singing mm-hmm. uh, horribly. <laughs> and then I just stopped f- until I was 19. I re- didn't sing, didn't ever think about it. And then uh, I, there was a Steel Driver song. It's a bluegrass group that Chris Stapleton used to be in, and one of their songs had come on uh, if it hadn't been for love. So I started singing that, and I was like, well, damn, I'm not that bad. <laughs> right. So I went and bought a $99 Epiphone, learned the guitar, learned four chords, and, you know, a couple of days or whatever, started playing covers, and then I wanted more. So Holy cow. I started writing my own, and I wasn't half bad, so I just kept it rolling. So I've only been a year and a half, maybe, oh, wow. something, something like that. Not very long. For real? Yeah, just a not, year and a half? Yeah, not very long. Huh. Not very long. Holy cow! Yeah, it's been fun. So what? So that kind of brought you into the to the music thing. Like, where are where are you at now? And like in the process of early, yeah, early, very early. Yeah. Um, early. Open mics, and that's you know that's basically it. I've had two paid gigs. Um, just trying to get my name out there any way yeah. I can. Uh, I, you know, I personally believe I'm I'm decent. You know, I, I have to have confidence, and I yeah. do. Um, I believe that God gave me this gift for a specific reason, and I'm I'm going to use it. I'm not going to discard it. I feel like that would be, um, you know, that wouldn't be doing God right. right so, right. so I want to use this gift that He blessed me with, and you know, see how far it takes me. If this isn't the path, then I'll go back to cutting grass. <laughs> That'll be that. <laughs> um, so your music is mainly country music. Uh, I try. My voice doesn't necessarily work perfect for it because i can sing pretty high but uh that's my plan because that's what i enjoy most yeah okay what um what other kind of music do you like to sing just for fun in uh, the shower what are you singing uh country marcus king band probably chris cool. stapleton um but my mom is actually a hip-hop dancer a hip-hop teacher and she teaches <laughs> cycle. Really? yeah they're both from hickory but my dad is super southern and she is really southern but also and really dance and knows mm. hip hop and I love R and B because of her. I'm sorry, I'm confused. I know, I know. So am I. It, it's very, it's very strange. But uh, yeah, big Justin Timberlake, big Kem fan, Maxwell. Those are some R and B guys. But, Maxwell. Yeah, mm. but also you know Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard. My dad had me listen to that on all the way to crap. baseball games. So I'm, I cover all bases. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like sounds like my honeymoon on ADHD. <laughs> So, are you a fan of the the bro country? Because no, uh, yeah, I think it's horrible. Your voice is more like Thank you. like it is, and I yeah. don't necessarily like that. And I'm going to do my best to not create that. But <laughs> at the end of the day, if uh, I, yeah, if you got to sign a contract, you're going to do it. <laughs> look, look, Chris Stapleton has yeah. has drawn a line in the sand. Yeah, I'm not. He's untouchable. Exactly. I'm I'm not a big. I, I love country just because I brought I was brought up on country, mm-hmm. but Chris Stable has drawn a line and saying you cannot go past this. If you go past this, then you, you are just dangerous. Ma- mainstream radio, radio. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a little. I mean, you are. Yeah, you can't different differentiate yourself between regular music and country. I mean, so country music used to tell a complete mm. story, mm-hmm. and this crap now on the radio is so bad in so many ways. Exactly, and Stapleton kind of went back to that 
Mm-hmm. You know, he went back to that telling a story and giving, setting the mood, giving a feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go back to guys like Don Williams. Don Williams Ooh. was one of my all-time best, favorites. Be, one of the best I mean, storytellers. Oh, yeah. my and God. Chris wrote I, songs with him, yeah, actually. I would – I will – I mean, if I have a crappy day at work and I'm driving home and I just want to relax, I mean, I've got a 20-song Don Williams playlist, and I'll throw it on, and I'll listen to it for the hour yeah. and 20 minutes. It takes me to drive 16 miles. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, that's the kind of music that yeah I think would talk to people as opposed to you know my truck got stuck in the mud, my girlfriend's wearing short shirt, short short shorts, and uh, cowboy just got paid on a Friday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you, you you can only say that crap so many different ways. Exactly, in mm-hmm. the same voice because they all sound the yeah, same. They really do, and they all look the same. It's like somebody go, he's cute. Let's put a half ass shirt on him. And well, I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what they yeah. asked me to do, but I said no. I refused. Well, you know what? I, I appreciate your <laughs> principles. <laughs> I'm I'm a Garth fan. Am I am, am I bad? No, Gar- Garth is okay. Like Garth. I was Gar- just about to bring up the Thunder Rolls. I was yeah. just going to say, have God, you ever heard a song sound like that since that point? And you yeah. haven't. Yeah, yeah because Gar- it's only gotten worse. Yeah, exactly. So you write your own songs. I do. I, How, how's the process? How's that work? Uh, I have. So I've I've learned a lot from Chris. I mean, I. I mean, I, he's my idol, so I watch any video there is on the internet. I've seen it. Okay. Um, so anything that talks about his writing, writing style, you know, whatever it may be, I try to follow that. Um, you know, that being said, he wrote the song "Traveler," mm. driving, no guitar. His wife was asleep. He was just whispering it in his phone, mm. the whole song, and then he put chords to it, and boom, you know, number one hit. I can't do that. I need a guitar in my hands because right. I need to hear it, and I need to. Because, like I told you, it's only been a year and a half, two years, so it's it's not been long. Um, so I, it starts starts with a guitar. Um, whatever song I'm trying to write, I know what chord matches the mood, so mm-hmm. I try to find a progression that fits the mood, and then however that makes me feel personally, uh, start humming, and then words will come. And I, I tell him this all the time. It's kind of like you hit this point in a song, and it just you just start throwing it up. And it just comes out in twenty minutes, and it's just there. Oh, and then, wow. and then other ones, it's write a verse, come back to it four months later, finish it, or you see it again and say, "Yeah, that's crap," and scratch it. So mm-hmm. it's it's always up in the air. I don't yeah. know. And I'm not a pro, so I, you know, sure. what I'm doing could be completely backwards. Right. But, <laughs> but nobody knows. I think, I think songwriting comes different to the individual. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you know. Uh, producer Brian put me onto a uh, documentary called What was the name of it? <laughs> Hired, Guns. Hired Guns. Hired Guns. Yeah, there we go. It was uh, it's a docu- documentary about um, musicians who are back basically backup musicians who you think are part of the band but may not be. And um, I think everyone's songwriting songwriting position is different than the next. I mean, like yeah. some guys may come up with the words and then they put up, put up with music, or some guys may come up with the lyric or the, the music and they come you know, put the words. So mm. I think it's totally different. I think uh, I think each person has their own writing process. So speaking of songs, what's the song that you've done that really speaks the most to you? Even like maybe at this point or just in general, like that really kind of hits home to you the most. It's a song called "I'm Leaving." I wrote it. Probably four months ago, with no intentions of it meaning anything. I was very happy in my relationship and in my life. Um, I wrote it, didn't think anything of it, and then you know the news I just told you off air. It matched up 
<laughs> quite perfectly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I like to think that, you know, my subconscious kind of wrote that one. And, uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got the guitar in here. Can, yep. Would yep. you mind uh, yep. Yep. playing a song for us? Let's do it. time I see you, go back to the moment that we knew that this love was gonna be true and carry its way, cause when it's real, you know you feel, the way that you put up on your shoulder, you know who to call when it gets colder, it's Plain to see that we are forever meant to be In this bar, I ask you if you'll marry me And then we can roll down a dirt road Go fast, maybe take it real slow Well, this truck can take us where we need to go Cause when it's Pretty cheesy one, no, but, no, but no, but literally good, that's though. we. I, me and him were sitting down and we kind of wanted to write a song that was going to go with the wave of country music right now. Yeah, and that was our attempt at that. Nailed um, it. So. I thought it was really good. Thank uh, you. Yeah. I liked it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, Dirt Road. Dirt Road had to mention yeah, it. Girl yeah, in a dress. Girl, a little red yeah, dress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like it though. It wasn't bro country. It wasn't that Florida Georgia. Yeah, you don't line. have to just say. You can tell. Hey. It's what sounds. It's not. It's not Florida Jewelry Line. Oh no! Listen though, yeah, that I, video. I, 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 I still say I like that. I'll mute it and just watch the video. What video? <laughs> the Florida Georgia Line. 
What was that first hit? Uh, Cruise. Cruise. Oh, yeah. Look, getting I'm, up on, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't care. I, I would not sell my soul that much. Yeah, I'm, I'm not with, listening to it. I'm just watching the video. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just watching the video. Right, I'm with Mojo on that one. I wouldn't no? sell my soul. Oh, buddy. I, I, I'm just telling you. Take a look at it, and then you might see a girl in like a purple top. Yeah, I'm no, just I saying. Get, I get all I'm that. I'm just saying. I, I get all that. I'm just saying. That, that <laughs> now that I've seen that once or twice, people that make music like that make me want to do unchristian things. Right. No, I got you. <laughs> I understand you on that, dude. So what? What are the next steps for Patrick Lilly? Like, where are you? Where's the? Where are you heading? Um. Well, I'm gonna. So every Monday night, I play over at uh, Puckett's. Okay. There's an oh, open yeah. mic over there at Puckett. Yeah. That's a great bar. It is a great place. Yeah. Uh, off Sugar Creek Road. Yeah. Over there, Puckett, uh, Puckett's Farm Equipment. Yeah. It's yeah. an old farm equipment yeah. shop. Yeah. It's a real cool place. It's a uh, Dorida area. Yeah. Um, it's not about um, two miles from the old Outlaws Clubhouse, actually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all, all beer, all cash. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good old place. It's a good place. Yeah, I play Monday nights there, um, okay. and then you know, right now I've just been searching, searching for more open mics around here because there's, you know, compared to other places, there's not a ton. Sure. I know Noda is pretty big for it. Second, uh, second, and fourth Thursday of every month, we have an open mic at our place. Okay, perfect. Please show up. Okay, I will. I will. Um, there's one on Thomas Street, I think, too. That's pretty big. Thomas Street Tavern. Yep, yep, yep. pretty big one. Um, but no, uh, so I'm gonna Evening Muse on Monday nights. Also, yeah, yep, heard Nota. of that one. Yeah, it's a great one. If you can get in there, it's hard. Okay, but if you can get in there, you will get some exposure. Perfect. That is a great, great open mic. Know. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. So Marty's now your manager. Sorry, Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> He's out. He's booking me and. <laughs> Dude, I, I love the song, man. Thank that was you. awesome. So, um, do you have an album coming out? A mini EP? Right. We have. Uh, I went to the studio probably two months back, and I recorded some more demo stuff. But we're actually about to get back in the studio with full band and um, probably record four or five songs and release a little EP, put it on Spotify and Tidal and you know all the platforms and just try to get as much ex- exposure as I can. That's yeah. that's, that's really where's that, man. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And then yeah. Nashville. Start of 2020. That's where we're wow. heading. Wow. So. so you guys are packing up, moving to old Nashville. Yeah, but we got eight months to put in a lot of work and give me some, you know, we need some traction before we go down there. Sure. So we're okay. going gonna to really, really work our butts off in the next seven, eight months, whatever it is. Awesome, so what's the man. plan in Nashville? I mean, you got a you got a spot you're looking at that you're yeah, we, to go or what's, what's uh, up? We're going to, we looked at houses already very close to the city. We're not going to live any more than 10 minutes outside of it. So whatever we can find, you know, I have a, I have a big black lab, so I want to. Black backyard for him, yeah. Things, yeah. So need a backyard for him. So we definitely need a house. But we've found a lot, you know, close to the city. And then from there, um, we're gonna save up a bunch of money before we go down there, so we can take the first month and really just dive in and soak it up, see what open mics we're gonna be able to get into, what is untouchable at this point, you right. know, that kind of deal. Because Nashville is very sacred with country music, and sure. there's gonna be parts where I don't belong on that stage, right. and I know that. And there's going to be times where I'm scared and intimidated, and sure. but that's all part of it. And yeah. I, you know, this is like I told you earlier. I just I really feel a calling from God that you know this is what I was. You know, He, he gave me a gift that not every human has. Right. So I really want to use it. You know, I have a vocal coach trying to make me better. Nice. So I'm I, you know, putting it all putting it all out there, just really nice. trying to do it. Cool. Well, you, when you when you make it big, will you not forget the Southern Fried Philosophy you know podcast? You know, that'd be that'd be awesome. We, you only you only have one chance to make it big. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. I mean, you, I mean, you need to chase your dreams because you know so many people don't, and so mm-hmm. many people end up in this uh, placidity of working a day to day job that that 
that really just have missed a chance. Didn't take. They hate. That's the word you're looking for. They yeah, hate. That hate their job. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It, it, it is amazing because we've had people on the show that uh, even Dennis from Bad Mother Smokers who quit his job and just decided to do catering and doing phenomenal food truck just decided to do this because that's what he's passionate about and he right. loves and and he's really good at it um and for you to be able to have that dream just just know like there's suckers like me that that want that paycheck but have much bigger dreams of doing stuff do do live your dream and live it out and right. chase it because you're going to end up 42 and not ha- not Chase that dream because right. you're too scared, and then be so, really mad at myself. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, do it, man. That. And chase it before you get married and have children. Oh, <laughs> noted. noted. That's why we're going now. <laughs> the deep baritone. <laughs> the the deep baritone brings wisdom. That was from the pit no. of Hades. <laughs> like, you know what? But uh, but that, well, it's like Kung Fu Panda. I mean, seriously, that's like Confucius. Yeah. Direct to you, yeah. But Absolutely. even even Marty though, like he, he you know, yeah. you're, you know, you even with wife and kid, you still trace your dream and you succeeded. Well, I mean, you always chase. I mean, I, and I, I joke a lot. I mean, I love my wife. I love my mm-hmm. family. I've, I'm an amazing situation. I've, you know, people that support me chasing my dream. My wife um, hates me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but it is. You're right. I mean, yeah. having people in your life that support you and su- yeah. chasing your dream is awesome. And I'm also, I mean, I'll be honest, I've got a great job outside mm-hmm. of the brewery, and my boss in that job supports me chasing my dream. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, I mean, I've got, like, the absolute best setup in the world. Mm-hmm. I have somebody who at home supports me and helps me do what I want to do. Yeah, I've got somebody who pays me to do my job on a daily basis, but also recognizes sometimes I've got to be absent there to chase this dream. Yeah, and he cool. gives me that freedom. That's cool. So I have zero complaints. Right. I mean, I'm probably in the top 1% when it comes to right. situations like yeah, that. Yeah, right. no doubt. So, um, but, you know, I, 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 I jest a lot because, you know, that, I just like to yeah. say stuff, make people laugh and make people make funny faces like, oh, God, where'd that come from? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so... Where can, people, <laughs> where can people twenty Where can people find you on social media? Connect with you and that kind of stuff. Uh, Instagram is just Patrick Lily Music, and then on SoundCloud you can just type in Patrick Lily, and uh, it'll be there. Make sure you spell it out. P A T R I C K, and then for the Instagram name you put a period. Lily L I L L Y period M U S I C music. Okay. I'm just saying that if you decide to go the rap route. Yeah. Can I can I throw out your sponsor being White Lily Flower? I mean, <laughs> I think that would be amazing. So is that the is that the is that the bro, that's your rapper that, name? That's the bro country. The bro country. What, what we were talking about the hip hop hip hop. I've never heard that. I've heard. I just heard it called Stadium. Patrick, thanks again for being on the show. I Thank appreciate you, you hanging out with us, Malachi, the manager. Appreciate you guys showing up. Um, man, what a great show! Appreciate you guys tuning in. All right, so thanks for tuning in to the show. Hey, if you want to check us out, please check us out at uh, southernfriedphilosophy.com. You can check us out on our other Instagram, uh, Facebook, all of those things at sfpradio at gmail.com. Also, just want to give a shout-out. If you are interested in some Goof Camp comedy, you can check out the Goof Camp comedy series at Heist Brewery coming up May 9th with our friends Jawan Camp. 
Cap and Watchman Cigars. Go to Eventbrite to buy your ticket for Heist Brewery. Just search Goof Camp Comedy, and it'll be right there. You can buy tickets there. I think they're $15 uh, before the show, $20 at the door. But it's Goof Camp Comedy, uh, so check them out. Again, thanks for tuning in to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. And as always, keep looking up. This is Patrick Lilly, and you're listening to Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Are we interviewing the 12 year old now? <laughs> 14. Four, yeah, 14, thank you. 12 and a half. <laughs>